Good morning, I'm Lina Muhammad from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, March 19th. In today's news, the Senate confirms William Burns is the next CIA director, and former President Donald Trump faces at least 29 lawsuits. But first, the big idea. The Biden administration has agreed to supply Mexico with excess doses of coronavirus vaccine, and Mexico is moving to help the United States contain a migration surge along its southern border. According to the Post's Nick Miroff, Karen DeYoung, and Kevin Seif, Mexican and U.S. officials who described the agreement said it was not a quid pro quo, meaning the delivery of the vaccine doses is not conditioned on an enforcement crackdown. Rather, the United States made clear that it sought help from Mexico to manage the record influx of Central American minor migrants, and Mexico pledged to take back more Central American families, while also urging Biden to share the U.S. vaccine supply. The decision to send AstraZeneca vaccine to Mexico, as well as to Canada, is expected to be announced today. Both the Mexican president and the Canadian prime minister had asked President Biden to help them fill vaccine shortages in recent talks. The United States is well ahead of all other countries in the number of total COVID-19 deaths, but it is now also at the top of the list of vaccine distribution. Biden said last week that all Americans 18 and over would be eligible to receive doses by May 1st. And that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. Number one, the Senate confirmed William Burns as the next CIA director. The Post's Shane Harris reports that the Senate confirmed Burns by unanimous consent, which is an indication of broad bipartisan support. While Burns' confirmation was never in doubt, it was delayed when Senator Ted Cruz of Texas placed a hold on the nomination to pressure the Biden administration over a natural gas pipeline between Russia and Germany. Burns will take over at the agency at a moment of high tension between the U.S. and Russia, where he once served as the U.S. ambassador. The CIA will also face economic, military, and intelligence challenges from China. After nearly two decades of counterterrorism operations, which absorbed huge portions of the agency's budgets and resources, current and former officials say that the CIA should return to its espionage roots and focus on gathering intelligence from nation-states. Number two. A report by The Post identified at least six ongoing investigations that could involve former President Donald Trump, as well as 29 lawsuits in which he or one of his companies is named as a defendant. The report by David Farenthold, Amy Gardner, Shana Jacobs, and Spencer Shu states that the former president faces criminal investigations in New York, Georgia, and in D.C. No charges have been filed against Trump in any of these investigations, and the outcome of these lawsuits is uncertain, but Trump has raised more than $31 million for his post-presidential political action committee, which he could tap to pay legal fees. Of the 29 lawsuits Trump is facing, about 18 result from disputes with his properties. Slip and fall suits, an allegation about bedbugs at his Las Vegas hotel, another suit alleges that his Chicago hotel sucked out river water without a permit. The rest of the suits, 11 to be exact, seem to have been brought on by his president 
presidency. They focus on his actions or on long-hidden business practices that were revealed while he was president. But just the sheer volume of these legal problems indicates that Trump has fallen before the law. Now that he has lost the formal immunities of the presidency and the legal power of the Justice Department, new lawsuits just keep arriving. The closest parallel in recent U.S. history is Bill Clinton. After his presidency, Clinton faced a four-year Justice Department investigation into pardons he had granted during his last days in the office. That investigation ended with no charges, but along with congressional investigations of the same pardons, it forced Clinton to pay substantial legal fees. Trump and his company did not respond to a request for comment. His attorneys have also largely declined to comment. That's The Daily 202 for Friday, March 19th. I'm Lina Mohammed. Thanks for listening.